Good morning and welcome to the Estate Agents Podcast. We're on day 28 of our Kickstart 2020 programme. Thank you very much for all the great comments we've been receiving from our listeners. And it's, it's really uh, heartwarming to know that we're making a massive difference and giving everyone that uh, kind of injection in the arm to have their best year ever. As usual, I am joined by Andrew and Stephen. Uh, Stephen being the king of prospect training, and it's not long now till Troy Malcolm as well, Stephen. No, one week to go. Getting, very, ner- to go. getting very nervous now. What's that? Seven more sleeps. <laughs> Seven more sleeps. <laughs> Counted down to sleep. However, we are joined by um, one of our very popular guests that we had in 2019, and that is Peter Rollings. So good morning, Peter. Good morning, lads. How are we doing? Fantastic. Good, thank thank you. you. Welcome good. back. Thank you very much. Thank you. So then, Peter, we've been uh, one of the industry greats. Um, we are coming <laughs> to you, you to, uh, to ask for your assistance in helping giving agents their best year ever and kickstart their 2020. So we've been asking previous listeners and we thought we'd get the best of the best back and we're saving the best Ooh. until last. So what would, <laughs> <Too be kind>. your <laughs> three, <laughs> what would be your three top tips in order to help agents have their best year ever? Okay. All right. Fine. Um, well, there's, there's lots of bits and pieces to do, but I, th- I think it comes down to three main things. Um, I remember the recession in 2000, well, it started in London 2007, eight and a half of 2009. Looking back was the best thing that ever happened to me. Uh, it really taught me how to run a proper business, how to get rid of things that I didn't need, how to manage costs, how to buy properly. And so my first top tip is not fall back directly into the, your old habits. Um, in the last two or three years of a really tough market, you have learned a lot. And if you haven't, you've gone bust, so you're not around to listen to this. You've learned <laughs> a lot. <laughs> and, uh, and so don't fall back into your old habits of just spending money on stuff because you've always done it or you always did it. It's no good looking back to say, oh, we stopped that in 2017, 18, whatever it is. Let's start it again. Look at the uh, return on investment. Look at ze- exactly what you were spending money on and what you were getting a result from. So if you were sending out hundreds of touting letters every week and none were being effective, well, I, I believe in touting letters. I think they're great. But almost certainly they were too long and boring. Uh, what people need to know from a touting letter is you've got to buy it for them uh, and, and you're going to sell their house. So uh, get rid, cut down on all the guff you talk about. Uh, it, it needs to be short, sharp and to the point. Your marketing message is very simple. You're the best people that can sell their property or let it, frankly. Um, Second tip, uh, it's my old favorite, fees. It'll be so tempting for agents now because there's not a lot of stock on the market to literally chase the market down and, and do things for a pint of lager and two packets of crisps. I mean, it just doesn't work. You're not going to make money. You're not going to stay, stay in business. And it is far, far, far better doing, more, doing less, uh, less deals for more fees. Um, and so if you do drop your fees to half a percent, you may get the deal. You may get the sale. So what? You're doing it basically for love. And yeah. within, within a year, you'll be bust. Um, so don't do it. Uh, and the third thing, um, and that it goes hand in hand with those fees, manage your people effectively. You must tell them exactly what you're expecting. Absolutely. Very directly. Um, and if they step out of line, you, you don't come down on like a ton of bricks. You gently take them to one side and say, look, this is unacceptable. 
it's not acceptable to come in at 10 past nine. The, the office opens at nine. I want you here at quarter two. It's not acceptable to turn up late for appointments time after time after time. It's not acceptable to be curt or rude to people on the phone. It's our job to take some, some I was going to say shit, but anyway. It's our job to, to, to be um, the sort of meat in the sandwich, to, take, to, 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 to be the negotiator for both sides. And sometimes people are rude to you. And you had to take it. Uh, well, you've you got to take it because they're stressed. Three so. great tips there, Peter. Absolutely. I love the don't spend frivolously. Um, yeah. You know, how many times do we have a supplier, particularly prop tech is prevalent now, isn't it? Yeah. It's but I, but it just one, one, one more sale. One more sale. One more sale. It's paid for itself. Yeah. Oh, I'll have to remember that one. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I would hope people, most people have got used to negotiating for themselves now. In my experience, agents were brilliant at negotiating for their clients, but actually they're all salespeople. And as a salesperson, I am very easy to sell to. I shouldn't have said that live, but anyway. Um, <laughs> but, uh, and so what I had uh, was a brilliant buyer. And she, it was a girl called Beth Hilson, who, who ran my marketing. She was absolutely brutal. I'd, I'd sort of let her off the leash and go and buy stuff for me you know, marketing, uh, anything really. And she would absolutely go to war to get the best possible price. I did it. I, I had too much emotion. I, when I wanted it, I wanted it. But she yeah. would go and get. So if you're not good at it, um, it's, not, it's not, you know, I'm, I'm not good at it. It's, it's not, I'm good at selling. I'm not very good at buying. It's, um, it's not something to be embarrassed about. It's something, it's something to find someone who is good at it. Peter, I love the emotional buyer. If you ever fancy an investment or two up in Norfolk, <laughs> do come and see me, please. Um, fees, Peter, that's probably my favourite subject. Um, so I've got, I've got a corporate and a leading independent in the town at the moment um, who are in that race to the bottom again, struggling for instructions, valuing yep. plus 5%. Yep. And would you believe a corporate agent offering 0.75% if they don't impressive. sign with me at Chilton's? So, um, yeah, it, you know, one-trick pony springs to mind. Um, you know, and I think it's from the agent's perspective, we need to spend longer in an appointment. We need to start educating sellers that when an agent drops their pants on fees, it's because they're shit. It's because they can't negotiate. If they can't negotiate the fee that they need to do the job properly in the first place, what hope have they got on negotiating your biggest tax-free asset? But more importantly, when the agent's giving away the fee, they're giving away the marketing spend on your property. And it's that marketing spend that will... Yep command the premium price so i think it, yep. it coupled with the fees i think we as agents fail the public we don't educate them enough as to what we actually do to achieve the premium price so, i totally agree but by the time but by the time the guys have have sold it for less than it's worth and charged a lower fee and the client calls you and said oh shit i wish i'd come to you because these were guys were awful uh, it's too late and so yeah. I, I would say that the, the best thing you can do, and I never did it, and I, I, I hang my head in shame that I never did it. When I came back from Australia from, from a conference, they all use something called, uh, you, you, you probably use them, but anyway, uh, pre-listing packs. And they, they sent a pack prior to the appointment round to the client. And these days you could probably do it by email, but I think if it's local, and, and frankly, most of our instructions are local, you, you drop it round the night before with a, a, a personalized letter um, with a, a list of the comparables of stuff you've sold and, a, and, a, and, and some sort of idea of your marketing. It shows you really care. Now, some people are going to say, oh, I haven't got time to do that. Well, frankly, if, you, if you're charging, I don't know, one, one and a quarter percent, one and a half percent, hopefully two percent, 
then you owe it to yourself and to your client who's going to pay you more money than anybody else to go the extra mile. And that's the only way you're going to do it, to stand out from the crowd. In the absence of differentiation, people will always yeah. buy on price. Absolutely. I love your passion still, Peter. Still <laughs> want to, you still want to go to war with everybody. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you. And I mean, the... there have been some exceptional, uh, exceptional top tips. And I think what Peter's saying as well is, and, I, and a lot of agents don't, don't do it, is, is actually focusing upon the customer and actually solving the customer's problems, but then actually yeah. knowing where, you're, where, where you are different and demonstrating that difference as well yeah. and not just yeah. being a commodity and being the same as, ev as everyone else, why you're going to get them the best price, why your fee is X because you're investing in the best people, the best marketing, the best processes uh, to find that best buyer. So, and that's what a lot of agents don't do. Yeah. And I love the guiding the staff element as well, Peter. You know, I think sometimes when the market gets really busy, you know, you can have the tendency that you know, you, you, your team around you can get a little bit complacent. Yeah. You know, I think yeah. it's really, really important. You stand up, you make eye contact, you greet, you offer teas and coffees. Sometimes I think when the market gets really, really busy, like it is at the moment, houses are starting to sell, there's confidence again. We forget the basics, the common courtesies of agency, kind of the ABCs. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's, it's even staff. more important. It's even more important right now to be tough on your staff. And by tough, I don't mean horrible. I mean focused. You're focusing them on what they need to do every, each and every morning. And when they don't do it, you put them up on it. As I said, you don't. I, 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 the times I lost my temper with people, I could count on one hand. You just, you just sort of, um, well, you, you, you tell them how disappointed you are <laughs> that they're not yeah. doing their job properly in a, in a, in a sort of, in, in an effective way. Um, it's it's considered fashion, isn't it? It's yeah, reward, you know reward and reprimand, and and yep. I think if 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 you offer them and, and deliver them in equal in equal measure, um, um, and when they do, you you'll get the best from your staff, the, the the respect and also the results that follow. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome, three great top tips, Luke. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely amazing. Our listeners have had some solid gold of of probably ten minutes there. Um, thank you very much, Peter. Um, safe travel, safe travels uh, hmm, to a land, uh, land down under, and <laughs> thank you as normal to Stephen and Andy. Um, if you have enjoyed Kickstart, we'd love to hear from you. Find out what you've found useful, what you've managed to implement. Um, if you have any suggestions for future guests, or you'd like to come on the podcast yourself, please do let us know. Don't forget to rate and subscribe on iTunes. We're also on Spotify now, as well as SoundCloud. So. Until next time, thank you very much. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks, bye. Bye.